What's going on guys, Seth and Chevy here for Tasty Loot Gaming, giving you guys a TLG Reacts for the newest Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire Episode 2. Uh, we have not watched this, I don't think. I actually kind of slipped my mind that this was, this was even coming out. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, we're in the process of packing, moving, unpacking, and setting up in a brand new place. So this month has been kind of fucking stupid so far, but it'll get better. Um, but in that time... Uh, you know, I completely forgot this coming out. So luckily, I've been able to dodge it. It's only been out. I, th I think came out today. So yeah, and uh, oddly enough, my my Twitter's not like completely filled up with it. So yeah, that's kind of weird. In fact, it's been mostly Fall Guys. Yeah, mine too. Um, so yeah, we haven't we haven't watched it yet. But quick reminders, real fast, uh, to download and play Modern Warfare Two Remastered and Fall Guys, both offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know we thought those games. We'll let you know we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Earth Defense Force Five, which is a third person uh, action shooter where you play one of four classes, running around shooting giant bugs in cities and destroying every single building in sight. Make sure to play that as well. Come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month. We're going to discuss that. Type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you weren't, want your comment to be featured on the show. I'm going to be doing a separate episode soon to catch up on the comments you guys have put in the episodes. There's like five episodes. I just thought I haven't had the time to touch those comments yet. Um, so I want to do like a full episode just for that. So stay tuned for that. If you want your comment to be featured in that episode upcoming very soon, type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment and I will consider it more so than picking random. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon link down below as well. If you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and watching the video, it's appreciated. And uh, thanks for even considering it. Um, yeah, so Cyberpunk 2077. We both watched the last Night City Wire. We both enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. We got to see uh, some of the new features, uh, a lot of really cool stuff. I did a stream. We're not doing a stream now. Probably should have did a stream. Um, and then we caught up with you. You watched it separately. Why well, watch it with you? But mm -hmm. we did a separate episode. We're both here now, so we can watch this. Um, anything you're hoping to see going into this? Um, for transparency, there's a, there's a clip to my bottom right uh, that says Life Paths. Uh, which seems to be a clip from this. So apparently that's something that's going to be in this video. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't, honestly don't know what to expect. I've not been keeping up uh, with it, mostly because... All the little details, all the yeah, leaks. Yeah, we're, we're kind of getting to the point where the game's... Less is more. ...coming out, yeah. and I want to play it. So I don't want it all just shown to me. I don't mind, like, feature stuff, because I like knowing, like, systematic stuff about games and, like... Um, I just get worried when people start doing too much advertising because I don't want the experience um, watered down. So yeah, no, I feel it. I I am getting to that point. We're we're getting closer to the release of this game, and uh, I've I've been sold on it since they announced it years ago. Um, I've been sold on it since I saw it. A three. I've been sold on it since all the videos I've watched. Every mm -hmm. single thing has just been sold, sold, sold. So they can't sell me on this game any further. There are a couple things I'm interested in, namely like. Um, I guess specifics of the game, like maybe um, uh, you know traits, perks type stuff, weapons, uh, vehicles, just the specifics of what we can look forward to in the game. Yeah. Um, but I am obviously open to mechanics that I had no idea were in the game, like in the last stream. Um, but those are all things I'm uh, I'm hoping to see. Uh, but I am at the point where I'm like. And I will be continuing watching these because I think they handle them pretty well. They just give you enough. But. Um, this is a game that I want to know like less about when I go into it because I want sure. there to be genuine surprises, uh, which I, I feel like they're 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 gonna nail still. So 
Yeah, and I, I also feel with uh, them taking the uh, approach of uh, basically like trying to like let you like have your own path and how you do every mission and, and stuff like that, that um, it'll be really easy for our experiences to be different as well. Mm. So I do feel Definitely. they have some room in that regard to share some stuff because if there is enough pathing in the game to allow you to have different experiences... Um, they can literally throw you some pretty weird curveballs by showing you a little bit of path A and seamlessly without us knowing a little bit of path B within the same video. And, sure. And it would throw us off. So, What do you think about them taking out, because we haven't talked about this on the show, what do you think about them taking out the wall running? I've seen two things. People just don't give a fuck or they have this idea that the game was too complex and that they shouldn't have even tried to do it. And for me, like, they've always had this this process to... When the game was first even announced, and for years, they're like, we're just kind of going at it, and when it's done, it's done. Um, is that your phone? Yeah. It's vibrating um, against the chair, sorry. Yeah. I would say it's a lot of shit. Um, anyway, they, they've had this idea of, like, it'll be done when it's done, and they're kind of, like, going at it. They're like, you know, we, we might do multiplayer, we might not. It might come out later. It, you know, we're just, like, kind of fucking around some shit. So the idea that they tried the wall running, which I think is kind of ambitious for a game that's like this, like because you're, you're making an open world game, so you yeah. have to make that wall running work everywhere. It's for not sure. linear levels and shit that's easier to kind of plan for that stuff. So for me personally, it is disappointing to see them take it out. Uh, it was something I was looking forward to, but when I first heard they were going to do it, I was like, you're going to put that in the game? That's wild. It just it kind of sucks only in the sense that they announced it, mm. and then they took it back. Um. I don't know. I feel like obviously they're going to make the decision which is is going to best reflect what they want the game to be. And mm. I'm sure ideally they did want that. It's just not going to work the way they want it to and they probably just can't justify working on it anymore. Well, especially when they've they got like a hard release date at this point. And if it's just not working yet, it's not <laughs> sure. But it is going to come out in the next year, <laughs> right? Um, that would be insane if, it, if there's no there's no reason to believe it wouldn't. But um, but, uh, yeah, if it just was not working out up until this point or even, you know, a little bit before the point they announced it, it makes sense to me. Um, it would be kind of neat, though, to see them add later, like, a DLC that maybe adds new perks or whatever, and it could mm -hmm. come back in a big way, maybe when they get it fine-tuned and worked out. Yeah, yeah. So I think that'd be kind of cool because then they did deliver it, and it would, you know, you've been playing the game, you like it, and you're like, oh, shit, now I'm going to start another character and pick some of those perks. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm totally on board with them expanding upon the game, you know, as, as much as they can, um, adding more longevity to it. Anyways, I think the game's going to be replayable just because yeah. of the, the once to bring back up the options of being able to do things differently every time. Um, but, uh, as far as like them taking it out, I, I'm, I just have to trust their judgment on it. I yeah. would rather the, the, like receive a nice polished product than to get a half-assed feature, um, that they aren't, that, they're not happy with it. like well we said we we're gonna do it so ship it so oh no i'd much prefer them take yeah. it out than release it and it'd be shit for sure because i'd be like eh, maybe i shouldn't have done this yeah and then that's just kind of where my brain goes with it um i don't hold too tight to um when you know, someone's you know describing their game and all this stuff to it um you know as long as they're completely transparent the whole time so like uh you know, they said, hey, we're going to have this. And now they're like, eh, we have to take it out. Well, you told me. I know what to expect, right? Um, I could be disappointed still, obviously. But I, I can't, like, be mad, I guess, is the way I, the best way I can put that. Yeah. Me and you are kind of the pinnacle of people who are like, 
I'm not going to get mad. Like, it's just... It's you just, have to pretty much outright lie, and it has to be, like, pretty scummy. Yeah. The scummy part. Even, yeah. like... I, I overlooked fucking... Uh, no Sky. Yeah. yeah. Hello Same Games. Here. Just because I was like, they caught you, man. Yeah. But I'm not angry. It just was not a good look. For um, sure. For sure. But it didn't seem nefarious. Whereas, like, if EA does something, I'm like, you motherfuckers have a track record of this shit. Yeah, what are you actually trying to do? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, yeah. you're, you're dishonest only for self gain. Yeah, exactly. All the time. So yeah, I, I it's like I <laughs> you need to fucking put that phone somewhere. Uh, all right. So um, anything else you want to say on this before we hop into the video? No. All right. No. Let's see it. All right. Let's watch it in three, two, one, and go. Hello and welcome to episode two of Night City Wire. This is the show from us hey, look, at CD chair. Project Red, where we talk about all things yeah. cyberpunk. I, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, this sold out right now. Anyways, episode, but, we're mm, going to be deep diving like into life and showing you a brand new gameplay video. For reference, Shelly well was talking about considering maybe buying that chair. Then we're going behind the Should scenes cool. and taking a look at how I refused to bringing the band Samurai to life. And then we're showing you another new gameplay video and having a chat to Pavel, our senior I was excited just designer. saying that. Like, I did. It's not even fucking full screen. I'm like, what is that? In Night City. So let's get it looks started. better graphically Street than last time. Nomad mm. or Corpo. Which That's weird. We also really haven't seen that much combat. Yeah. So. Well, I have, but yeah. That is something they kind of show the blips of, though, for sure. Well, who do we have here? Grew up in Haywood. The whole street was my family. Neighbors helped each other out. Thought nothing of it. I am pleased to see you have not forgotten your roots. You guys Four hate me saying this every time. It nine. looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Every time I see it, I'm like, God damn, it's a good looking game. Running away from badges. Iron tasted blood from a split lip. Motherfucker. Got everybody fighting for a slice of the street. Get the fuck out of Vista. If you keep getting jumped, you find some stronger chewers. I want to put this so bad, dude. It looks so fucking good. Blasting scabs. Or become a legend overnight. Yeah, it's... Have a ride. The major. It blows me away how realized it's so clean and so fucking detailed. That's a street kid, nomad, corporate. I see. Racing my bobber for the first time through the hills. <laughs> oh, and uh, first kiss in the middle of a synth cornfield. We nomads choose who to make our. Is this like the underdog path or what? A choice forges strong bonds and a higher a duty that stands solid as an old oak. Not a city kid. My family's in pieces. That's why I'm headed for Night City. Makes That's cool. You can pick though. Yeah. Outcasts. Miss this, you know? Camaraderie. I know. I saw it in your heart the first time we met. This is gonna be game of the year, man. This is my game of the year. I ain't played it. 
It even comes out next year. It's game of the year. I mean, not easy to come by. Corpse got their grubby claws and everything. The shooting looks better than it, it's like earlier iterations of it. It looks like it's like better. Yeah. It looks more impactful, like people's course. heads coming off and shit. They were supposed to be ready yesterday. The world's going to tear us apart when the word gets around. The world's like never going to find out. They're all corpos. If I go down, you're going down with me. No! I don't want to be I'm one. not fucking joking. This is cool a request, V. Oh, I definitely want to do no all three. You're fucked, right? You're the one who fixes other people's shit. If you work in Arasaka counter intel, you're always fucked. This alone already is gonna make your journey through the game different they, than someone else playing the game. They got yeah. you to zero somebody. Tomorrow, they'll get somebody else to zero you. What's the rules, Jack? Wanna be top? Gotta have some skin in the game. Yeah, but you're not on top. Well, all the glowing eyes. That's fucking dope. You're the who keeps him there. Work for yourself. Oh no, they they've nailed the That's the neon way. aspect of. Well, even that, it just looks yeah. like there's less humanity. Those kind of people, yeah. they seem kind of eerie because they're like yeah. so modified. Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't say it unless you mean it. So Tell me I haven't told November nineteenth the biograph card. Yeah. Cyberpunk. So I think for today, we'll start with a or question that everybody wants to know. How does the path you pick affect your Biographics time? Biographics card. <laughs> or both. It actually affects your time quite a lot throughout the I whole game. Do it. Let's start I at the beginning, because basically our game has three different starts depending on your life path. Uh, as an example, if you choose the street kid life path, you have lived most of your time in Night City. You know the streets, you know the gangs, you know the slang, you kind of know what's going on in the, let's say, lower life aspects of the city, which can, of course, give you lots of good opportunities also later on in the game. Uh, but if you start as a nomad, you actually used to be part of a nomad clan and a nomad family, because nomads that roam the deserts around Night City that we call the Badlands actually value their family above anything. I love there but is even for one reason or another, you actually areas outside of the city like that. Mm -hmm. And now the beginning of the game for you will actually be how to get into Those early rumors of being going to the moon that'd be fucking crazy because be in the lore it's accessible path. yeah and that basically means that you're not at home in the streets of night city or in the deserts of the badlands but actually inside the boardroom because you rose the corporate ladder of the arasaka corporation which basically gives you the ability to sometimes you know read between the lines read people when they're trying to do business which of course can give you many nice opportunities later on so this isn't just about the start of the game. Can you maybe help people understand how this translates into the gameplay? Yeah, so the thing is, we make Cyberpunk a real RPG. And part of that is that you can play your character from the start to the end. And of course, you know, we have these life paths affecting the beginning of the game, but we wanted to make it so you have your life path Look opportunities yeah. throughout it's the whole so game until the, the game is over. And as an example, we do that by giving you additional options in dialogues. So I can give you one specific example. And this is a mission where you have to steal a flathead robot from the Maelstrom gang. Basically, those Maelstromers stole that flathead before from a corporate transport. And the owner of that corporate transport, Meredith Stout, wants you to do something else. And this is an optional objective. And even within that objective, we want to give you some options. So as an example, if you have a corporate life path, 
you basically know what Meredith Stout is really about. You can read between the lines. This is going to make you want to play the game at the very least three times. Oh, yeah. Maybe actually later enable Ooh. you to do a completely different thing with the Maelstrom gang. And if you're a nomad, you know exactly some more details about how these Maelstromers would have even been able to steal a robot like that from Meredith Stout, who's part of the very powerful Militech Corporation. As a street That's kid, cool. we like as an that. example don't give you a specific new dialogue option in that dialogue, because as a street kid, you do not have a lot of experience dealing with higher up people like Meredith Stout. But we want to give you additional options that fit your life path very well. So later when you actually talk to the Maelstrom gang, one member of the gang offers you some illegal substance, but as a street kid, you actually know what this is about. You can talk some shop with him, and that might actually make that character like you a little bit more. So, Philip, I do have a couple of extra <gasps> questions. Uh, I want to do all three. <laughs> like... And the first is about nomads. So, the nomad life path, this starts in a place okay. called the Badlands. Is this somewhere you get to visit even if you don't pick nomad to start with? Uh, yes, absolutely. So, the thing is, Night City is surrounded by this huge landscape that we call the Badlands. And you can go there whenever you want. So, as an example, if you actually do play the nomad life path at the start and you are in the Badlands, you can even see Night City on the horizon. That's so cool. And yeah. we want to give you the option later in the game, if you want, you can just take your car and drive out of the city. You can go there whenever you want. Just drive right is, into that shit. You might not want to, because the Badlands can be a pretty dangerous place at first, because time has not been very kind to the Badlands. There have been many wars in the past. There's global warming. It's like California right so now. <laughs> most people that do live out there don't really Especially have another choice about exodus. it. Or are nomads that love this life and are all about it and are very battle-hardy. Bro, there's a kid right there. Put that we, of course, away. also want to tell their stories because we want to tell many, many different stories throughout the cyberpunk I just genre, love her, and I keep saying this every single fucking time, but I just love the animations and details. It's like every other game, like so many there. games, they're like first so person Philip, like this, look really decent, but they don't have like that Padre. Naughty Dog quality of just like fucking, or uh, Metro where you're touching things and fucking doing the reacting to the presence of your body. It's so immersive, like I fucking love it. fixers are people that work as intermediaries. So if someone who has a lot of money needs a problem solved, they go to a fixer. And a fixer then finds people who can solve that problem. And these people are people like you, the cyberpunks. Fixers are yeah, very Marvin. territorial. So Padre specifically works from Haywood, which is where you as a street kid grew up in. So you already know him. You might have already seen another one of our fixers who is called Dexter Deshawn, and he works in a different part of the city. I call it all to sit in the left so side of the vehicle. Specifically Padre, you might know back. him as a street kid, but even if you played other life paths, you might sooner or later meet him because he's operating in Haywood, which is a pretty big place with many good jobs. That's cool. So if you want to make some cash there, you will sooner or later deal with Padre. Philip, thank you so much for joining us. Now on my first playthrough, pretty sure I'm going to be picking Nomad. But for those watching, we would love to know what you'll be picking. So have a think about Which one are you picking? Street. Street? Really? Oh, yeah. That was like the... the... I don't know. I... Uh... I think I want to play corporate first. It, it is uh, really attractive, but I, every time I've ever like played the pen and paper, I've always like enjoyed just that 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 the the amount of like interaction you get as just being like a street kid essentially. Yeah. So, um, well, they they all got their things. I think Nomad, it probably has like maybe like, I don't know, 
like when there's a class in the game that like everyone can play it's not classes obviously but like there's always like something that's kind of like accessible to everyone it sounds like nomad nomad's kind of like that like you just kind of want to start the game have that feeling of like whoa you know i i'm underdog fucking work my way up wherever but if you play corporate kind of like on the inside of that cd underbelly of the city and the same thing with street kid mm. same kind of thing i guess i'm sure nomads have all sorts of shit but like going on with them but uh i don't know i just that you can even play like a corpo is really interesting to me. For so sure. that makes me want to try it. But uh, but Street Kid sounds cool too, specifically when they're saying that they're kind of unknowing of a lot of that shit going on. But then when they're talking to people, they kind of have a closer relationship with them because they have they're both of the streets, I guess. So mm-hmm. like when they offer you drugs, you might fucking take it and shit. They're not gonna be like, oh shit, I'm not offering a corpo fucking some shit. Well, it's the same as like when people are talking business, the the corpos or like knowing exactly what they're saying versus like they could just be saying a bunch of jargon to someone mm-hmm. else. So Yeah. Yeah, that one sounds probably second most appealing to me for sure. It's just I don't know. I wasn't really expecting you'd be able to play as as a corpo. So that's I think that's really neat. Yeah. I uh I I also wonder what like what this is gonna do like perk wise for your character at that point. So Yeah. I, I just yeah, it's just neat that you can do it in the first place. I just like too that's gonna kind of alter your gameplay because of your background stuff. Um, it's just a lot of extra work that at this point I'm not really surprised if Seed Project Red does it because they just really don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I feel bad. In the best way possible, it's not bad. Like, I mean, they just will do it. Their next game is going to take like 20 years to make if they yeah. can keep upping, upping themselves. That. Yeah. Well, it, I have a feeling it's going to be Cyberpunk. Like, their next game. Yeah. Next big game. I, they might do something in the Witcher universe, but like, I have a feeling this game's going to do very well. And uh, I think between the acclaim it's going to get and the money it makes. They'll probably be excited, or maybe they'll be burnt out after work on this. They might want to do something else. I can respect that. Yeah, for sure. Maybe do a Naughty Dog and bounce between a couple different, you know, brands yeah. or franchises. But, uh, but yeah, they just keep up in the fucking bar, and this just sounds so cool. So you said uh, Streets, Corpo. Let us know in the comments uh, which one do you think you're going to want to start out on. I have a feeling we're all going to want to play all three of them. They all sound awesome. But even with our discussion real quick, we both are kind of like, ah, well, I'm leaning yeah. over here, I'm leaning over there. So let us know in the comments what you, uh, what you think when it comes to life paths. Got it, and send us a tweet. Don't forget that later in this episode... I'll send them that fucking clip. That's a tweet. <laughs> like, we talked about it. Come watch our show. Yeah. Yeah, we really haven't gotten a lot of that. Of let's that. talk about music. Because music hmm. plays just like a the random part the, in the weapon. Oh yeah. yeah. Now in future episodes, I just want to know like, like the details, like what kind of drugs we get and what kind of fucking guns we get, and like kind of clothes. Show some clothes options, all sorts oh, yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Chris will need that one. Yeah. How can I dress my person? Help me! Help me! <laughs> uh, I'm never gonna forget that. So it's kind of interesting to, to get into, like, the mindset of... I love that they're making their own music for this game. It's not the first time it's been done, specifically because scores are made for games all the time. But, like, to actually make, like, tracks that you're going to be listening to in this world, like, those songs exist there, so fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. Which that's, like, part of this game. There's a reason why we're here. Damn, that building was crazy looking. So those damn Swedes. 
it was Piotr maybe who was a fan of the band. We love you, Swedes. He knew Refuse and he knew my voice and he said, oh, that's a perfect voice for, for Johnny. And that they wanted, I guess, a sound that was a bit contemporary from when it's when Johnny's supposed to have had the band, because he's sort of like an anti-establishment kind of guy. Gonna drag a corporal rat on stage, make him kneel, douse him with gas. I guess hair has physics, <laughs> like the front, like just like this outcast and this rebel that's fighting against like the, the corporals, and that's definitely something that's been a part of my life. This is fucking cool, though. We came out of the punk rock scene of. Uh, Northern Sweden. He's like the future version of us. You know? So I, I think it makes sense. I think it totally makes sense for us to be here making these songs about him or for him. You know? So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, 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 no trills. But yeah, but like wide vibrato. And then I mean, just sort of feel, I mean, yeah. We don't have a different mode than just going all in. So we're, we really worked on these songs, trying to make them as good as possible. Then That's they're cool. not actually our songs. It's interesting as as a musician to play another musician because that's yeah. essentially what we're doing. I mean, we're not here as refuse. We're here as samurai, and I'm here as Johnny <laughs> Silverman. You know, so it's like the voice we're representing here is someone else. We'll never fade away. It's uh, been a mindfuck. Yeah, it'd be really weird to be in a band already that's like well known and then fucking have to be a different band in a game. Yeah. Shouting in itself is just like second nature to me because I've been I've been doing this for a very long time. But then when someone comes in and says, "I'm happy with everything except for Azalin," again, it's Azza. Azza. Okay. The shouting's great, but think of that accent or think of that like enunciation. It's a bit weird because it is a, it's a very different way of singing when, you, when you're screaming like that and it's hard to sort of... Swallowing some syllables there. Adjust your accent. Oh yeah, just try it again. I so would hate everything about that. Kind of frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't... It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. But I mean, I get it. I mean, we, we have to maintain the illusion that this character it's kind of important though to hold of the game to certain standards like that like, like I, singing, I get it it's it like directors okay, who are like really perfectionist people say they're assholes but they just want to fucking nail it well and in all fairness it just matters how you handle it if you're a dick or not he's kind of fucking a dick but you're you're agreeing to do that thing anyways right so like you're doing a job yeah it's just not a situation i would enjoy being no so yeah and i'm not even like that like creative like uh in right. the regards of like you know music and art and stuff like that. It's a very interesting thing to be part of. As as a person that's not a gamer, 
I don't think I fully understand the impact that this might have. If people like these songs and if people are excited, that, then that's going to be great. That's I such mean, a receding fucking pocket of people are like, trying to get this I was not a gamer. I'm like, that's so weird. Sound like, yeah. you know, so weird you don't like play games. I would sound, you know, so it's, it's, it's quite interesting. It's a very different it's way. people of, like in their like, like 50s or once on a podcast, like, I'll play video games. So I'm like, or they'll try and talk about games and they're talking about like Quake and shit back in the day, the old days. And I'm yeah. like, it's so weird. Are you sure? You can already find three samurai tracks it. available on streaming services, Chippin' In, Never Fade Away, and The Ballad of Buck Ravers. But we're excited to announce a fourth new song called Alike Supreme, which is coming to streaming services today. That means you can check it out once the show is over. Don't forget that if you're tuning in late, or if you just want to watch anything again, we will be uploading everything to our channel soon. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right Next now. Next up, Pavel Thanks. and I are going to introduce you to some creative ways that you can solve problems in Night City. Excellent. With guns? No, creatively. I can get creative. You can get creative with a gun. Gonna need some duct tape, a potato, and a toilet paper roll. It's creative. <laughs> but it's executed well, then that's one thing, but... AB, Okako, I have a job oh. for you. A client of mine is making an arms deal. He needs protection. It could get hot, very hot. The Spicy in here, dude. Maelstrom. Alas, nothing ever transpires as planned. Oh, I want to use you a sword. You better gear up for this. Hey, weapons. Oh my god. It's funny because you think about auto weapons like that, things that do shit for you, and you're like, ah, that's kind of cheesy, but like in this world, it's fucking, it's fitting and cool. I love that it glows. Yeah, it's thermal. <laughs> yeah. I want those too. Yeah, these things are fucking crazy looking. I know someone who's gonna go for some beefy arms to just punch everybody. Yo. <laughs> so v, are you willing? Yeah, I'm in. No, I'm a pacifist. Why'd you even call me? I'm trying to sit here and drink my fucking matcha tea. Listen to some Zen yoga music. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, there was an awful lot in that video, right? Because it's more than just guns. Absolutely. We have melee weapons, we have ranged weapons, we have cyberware, we have offensive cyberware, defensive cyberware, armor. We could awesome. talk for hours and hours about this stuff. I think just for today's episode, we should keep it simple and no, let's cool. just talk, talk for about hours. guns. Can you tell us uh, the different types of guns that will be in the game? So we have three distinct types of guns in our game. We have power weapons, we have tech weapons, and we have smart weapons. 
Now, power weapons are the most similar to contemporary yeah, weapons. Yeah, smart weapons was talking about earlier. they can do, which normal weapons neat. cannot, is ricochet bullets off of surfaces. So you can hit hmm. somebody hiding behind cover or hiding behind a wall. Whoa. Now, tech weapons on the That's other hand... That's where you can actually see the fucking line. Yeah. ...power to propel a fully metal projectile to extreme velocities. What that allows them to do is to punch through cover or punch oh my through God. Walls That's dope. to hit somebody who's not even aware that you're there. Smart weapons use guided missile technology to actually track targets in real time. So you can hit somebody who's dodging, running away from you, I love or that. you can so hit cool. somebody who's Some hiding behind shit, cover. Dude. Yeah. So Pavel, That's just futuristic, man. It's fucking cool looking. Elements, right? It's also a fully-fledged RPG. So can you tell us how you guys approached introducing those RPG elements into gunplay? So I can tell you one thing, Holly, it wasn't easy to merge those two elements <laughs> together. Now, uh, we've spent a considerable amount of time merging the RPG and FPP side of our game. What the player will experience is that V changes from a small-time mercenary to a legend in the world of Night City. V becomes more and more proficient in using <laughs> so weapons cool. as yeah. the game progresses. So they He's like hacking fucking pieces of them off. Become shorter. Uh, uh, the accuracy of your weapons grows. Uh, you will have faster. I'll do it from a distance too. Move faster with your to arc it to make sure it hit his head. Everything mm -hmm. becomes more in your control, and that gives you more opportunities to defeat the biggest encounters that we've I'm designed. Def I mean, I already was going to do it, but I'm so playing on PC, for sure. So I have prepared a few extra questions for you, Pavel, if you're feeling up It just looks like a dope-ass fucking okay. shooter, too. Well, the first is going to be, how do you find more weapons in Night City? Like, where will players be Buy looking em. for them? Steal them. So I expect the players behind the dumpster. everywhere for new Street and exciting weapons. You can, of course, buy weapons at vendor shops, and they will house an entire catalog of weaponry that you can get. However, the best weapons that you can find will be taken from enemies or caches that we have everywhere in Nice City. The weapons rarities range from common through uncommon up to rare and then legendary. legendaries. And as they go in rarity, they actually That's find cool. power. However, legendary weapons are very specific in such a way that they possess unique abilities that you will find on no other weapons in the game. The players will actually need to make some tough choices to find some legendary weapons because maybe they need to choose whether to kill a person who holds the legendary weapons that they want or to spare them because they like them as a character. So next question, let's talk about weapon modifications. What mods can people give to their weapons in Night City? So we have two types of modifications in the game. One of them would be modifications that we call attachments. So these would be scopes and silencers, and you can see them actually being attached to your weapon as you're playing the game. They give you statistics advantage, and they give you more opportunities in gameplay. The other part of mods would be software mods. Now, these are basically small chips that you install in, the, in your weapon, awesome. and they actually change the statistics of the gun. They can give you damage, they can give you accuracy, or they can give you more fire rate. Some of those hmm. mods actually change the gunplay on a more fundamental level, so they can give you non-lethal rounds, biochemical rounds, That's to tear cool. through that armor even faster. So I suppose for my final question, uh, why do you talk about very, your favorite like, weapon then? It's that blood so stuff far? going on. <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh, there are so many weapons that it's hard to choose just one. 
but I can mention some manufacturers with their weapons that I absolutely adore. The first manufacturer would be Tsunami Defense Systems, who produces the sniper rifle Nekomata. That's a tech sniper rifle. That means that it can pierce through walls. So it can actually hit somebody who's hiding behind cover or who doesn't even know you're there. Of course, I also like a close quarters approach. And what that needs is a shotgun. One of the shotguns that we have in the game is Budget Arms Carnage. Now, that thing is cast from pure steel, and it weighs a ton. Budget However, Arms, you dude, you're gonna deal on that thing. a person clean in half with it. Another shotgun that I absolutely love, it's for a more refined approach, I would say, is a smart shotgun, Kang Tao Zhuo. That thing has eight barrels. Look at that, that thing. thing. Yeah, that thing's dope eight looking. targets independently. Now, I love how weird it looks. an entire room was never simpler. Uh, Pavel, thank you so Sounds like he's selling the gun to you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm actually here to sell to arms to people. <laughs> I don't even make the game. Before we end episode two, this well, is a reminder quick. that those who wish to dive deeper into a lore can now pick up the world of Cyberpunk 2077. This is a brand new book created in collaboration with Dark Horse Books that will give you That's an cool. extensive look at what makes that. Night City tick before jumping into the game oh, this I November. Love the mm -hmm. That is it for today's episode. That's the thing, Thank man. The art style is awesome, but also like graphically Don't the forget, way they've brought it into the really game looks fucking great. Again, we will be uploading everything to our channels shortly thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back with night city wire episode three soon cool all right what do we think i think it's, it's been repeated a million times at this point but like i think it's wild looking at these like old school i maybe get my years wrong but 80s 90s pen and paper books where mm -hmm. they've defined this this style between like you know old school punk with like what their ideas of what like the future would look like fashion wise and stuff like that and that has not only been like represented but they've also like done a good job of evolving into modern day appearances mm -hmm. and just making it come to life in 3d like it's it's For really sure. crazy uh, <clears throat> i mean for anybody who's the fa a fan of the pen and paper games or even the genre and movies and whatever the hell it's really neat to see something because some people have tried it like uh, the Deus Ex games mm -hmm. have done a really good job, but they, they don't look this good, uh, specifically the newer ones. Well, they very they have their own style to them, which I, I love. They do yeah. for sure. But this just really kind of exceeds that. It's a newer game, too, but it's just the amount of work they put into mm -hmm. it as well. Um, I actually really like the Deus Ex games, specifically the newest one, but um, uh, and they're great. But this is just like overload of th that yeah uh way more going on and I, I just fucking love it because that game i loved i, I loved going in around in the cities and mm -hmm. seeing all the different people and adam jensen i think is a really cool looking character he's fleshed out way better than the most recent game than the first game that game he was like nothing but um so to see like something as ambitious as this game existing and, and taking from the source material that we love obviously um and just seeing it just fucking realize like this is just, uh, it's just so, I mean, we've been talking about it since we first saw the original video, but fucking, it's just so cool mm -hmm. that they've just nailed it. Yeah, and I, uh... <clears throat> also, this lizard's dope. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to, uh, one of my favorite things to do, even when I, I, I uh, the little bit I did dabble on the pen and paper was, like, there was, like, literal 
shopping catalogs for for cyberware mm-hmm. and vehicles and yeah i remember looking through those and shit yeah I was trying to figure out what and i wanted in the game and whatnot and like being able to be able to have that experience where like you get to go to the store and you get to check out like the, all the weapons and stuff and the way they've shown now the the way things can be modified both in hardware and software um and not just on weapons but even like you know your cyber implants and stuff like that as well um that chick's not even a person anymore yeah it's just it's so cool that this is going to exist that does exist Mm. um and it's setting a really crazy bar for people who want to make um first person uh open world rpgs essentially so yeah it's also setting uh a real easy uh way for people to feel discouraged if they're going to attempt it um, just because it, it just the scale we're talking about here, not map size, but like scale yes. of detail, uh, just work put into the game is something, you know, not quite on par. I haven't played the game yet, but like the only other time I ever think of something like this is like Rockstar. Yeah. Their games are just like so stupidly packed full of shit that I'm just like, I can't believe people made this and no one will make this except for Rockstar. Like no one's touching that. And, like, with this, Bethesda's not doing this. Well, and it's funny because like, nobody's doing this It gives right me now. the same feeling as I remember, like, playing, like, the old, like, you know, Might and Magic games, for example, where that were first person, you had to walk in squares or whatever, but you get to explore a whole world. And that oh, yeah. was, like, crazy then. And then, like, playing, like... You're dating us with that one. <laughs> and then but playing, I... like, Morrowind, where you get to explore this whole world and, like, yep. actually, like, learn the world as you play it. And through trial and error, because the game wasn't holding your hand in any way. And then seeing like you know something like The Witcher coming out and taking that formula and really blowing it through, and then them again doing that again, mm-hmm. um, unless it ends up just being you know more shallow than it's coming off to be. We don't have our hands on this yet, but mm-hmm. really from what we're seeing, it's it's just crazy. I'm getting that feeling again of like this is like the next step for this type of game. One hundred percent. But that step kind of stagnated yeah. for years. And there was plenty of room to increase it a little bit, a little bit, mm. but no one was really willing to do it, and Bethesda was just doing the same shit. They're kind of regressing in their fucking ability to keep working on their games. They're milking the money. So. Exactly. Yeah. The, well, they're, yeah, their aspirations change to how much money can we fucking get from people. But um, we'll see what happens when, you know, hopefully they have a new engine, uh, new games come out whenever mm. the fuck they do. But yeah, this this game, it's just, I don't know, it, it, it is... It didn't just take the same path. It skipped over it and headed away from it. And now anybody who's going to try to attempt this has to get off that path and just start following these guys' path. Unless you have something fucking crazier and better, but I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I mean, if you're going for the the, the huge like experience that this is... Uh, Choose your own adventure, fucking experience yeah. a world that's living and breathing, make your own decisions, and you know, do missions your way and shit like that. Yeah. You know, there's games that have, like, small bits of that, but, like, that true... I, I always bring up Morrowind when I talk about these games, so I know I'm dating myself on that, but that's my favorite Elder Scrolls game. But, like, that experience of, like, I played the game this way. You played the game that way. When we talk about it, oh, yeah, I went to Belmore and did this, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that shopkeeper had that back there. Oh, yeah, well, when mm-hmm. I fucking murdered him, I stole that shit. Oh, I don't murder people. Yeah. Like, you can have those conversations in games like that. And uh, when you simplify them, oversimplify them, you get less of that... When you're the dragon, stories dragonborn, fucking everybody's got the same skills because they got to the highest level. I unlocked everything. What'd you do? Yeah. I yelled at him. What'd you do? I yelled at him. Like, you know, you, you get away from that. And so this game is going to be, at least it seems like, 
another game we can finally have those fucking experiences. Well, even when he's explaining some of the weapons are like owned by people. And the only way to get them is you have you're gonna have to kill them if you want to get that legendary weapon. Which is cool. It's and it's something that's not never been done before, or whatever. Uh, but I like that. You know, if you're a person existing in this world and you're doing the same kind of shit that your character's gonna be doing, and you've had a gun for a long time, you might be known for having that gun, or like you've just named your gun, mm-hmm. or it's now become your gun, so you've modified it, and at some point someone kills you, your character kills that person and takes that gun from them. There's like a legacy to it, for sure, and it kind of like. You know, adds to that idea of a legendary weapon. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and you can just not get it. Maybe it's a character you really dig, and you're like, I'm not gonna fucking kill you for that gun. But maybe you're playing the game, you're like, ah, fuck. Well, and obviously, it's gonna depend on how you you choose to play. Some people yep. are just gonna play the game and like make their decisions on the whim. Some people are gonna try to role play their character. I mean, there's there's all sorts of different approaches. And like you said, with them having the multiple life paths and and then every quest having multiple ways to approach and stuff, it's gonna be really. Um, easy for people to just go through and they go this time i'm gonna kill that guy for that weapon mm-hmm. so yeah you get multiple saves so you're like well fuck i'm not gonna do it on this one i want to be like a good character and then on a different one be like well this is my like piece of shit character i do fucked up shit with this one exactly so, which is again takes me back to the golden age of games like this existing where i could make those decisions and make all those different characters have a reason to have oh yeah different characters different ways i wanted to play because typically on my first playthrough in games like this i always do the decisions in a I'm never like I'm gonna be the good guy or I'm gonna be the bad guy I just mm-hmm. kind of make them based on like what I think I should do in that situation and then in another playthrough I might like try and go full fucking like you know piece of shit blah 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 and maybe do another playthrough where I'm like a good right right better character or whatever um but everybody plays differently and it's funny the amount of people I know it's it's good I, secretly there's some good in humanity I guess because like there's a lot of people I talk to who play games like this and a lot of them always go with like the like altruistic heroic route. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Well, I don't like to kill people." Then I know other people are like, "Oh, I just fucking spread everyone down." <laughs> so I mean, like, there's really like kind of like a you know a difference in how people play. But this game will absolutely sounds like welcome that for sure, which is yeah, fucking I look awesome. forward to that. Yeah, um, so it's really exciting. Guns look awesome. Um, I think you agree with me. Was there anything about it that you kind of wanted more from or? Uh, maybe something that might be missing here that you might uh, hope for? I mean, I would l- love to see them dive more into the, the, the cyberware and even the weapons more, but at the same time, I do feel like they gave us enough to... Um, that was a good chunk of yeah. weapons, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I want to see it all now. So that, mm-hmm. that, that mentality is just going to be there. You're not going to be able to please me until I can like play the game. So I have to just realistically be like, look... You want that full experience that to, to, to just be uh, able to be surprised and stuff like that. Uh, less is more. And mm-hmm. I do think they've been doing a good job of not showing too much. Um, one thing I, I've also been really uh, happy to see is it feels like, and you said it a little bit earlier too, but it does feel like the gunplay got better looking. Yeah. Um, impacts actually look really good too. They don't look like super stiff because I remember a little bit in the original like the 40 some minute gameplay one the combat looked fine don't get me wrong yeah it, it was been fine totally especially with my mindset if it's an rpg i'm like hey, they can get away yeah. with that's fine because but... like you shoot people and there's like and then they just kind of drop or whatever yeah but now like you're hitting people and they're like flying back through shit and their heads are coming off and you're like slicing them up and shit yeah. into pieces and it's starting to feel closer to like how what an id game would look like it's just like an it fps doesn't have yeah that same 
you know, id punch to, yeah. to shooting. But That's it seems do, yeah. like they're heading that direction a little more, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Because and the only reason that it makes shooting feel good. Yeah, that's the only reason yeah. it matters to me. Like some people are like, "What well, do you just need like fucking ultra violent shit?" Blah blah. blah. No, I, I just like I like when I do damage in a game for for to get a feedback from it. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm powerful. It's no, there's nothing worse in a game than like when you're just slicing through enemies and they're not reacting to the swings. Mm-hmm. You're just doing damage and the health bar is going down. I'll deal with it. It's fine. But it's so much better when you hit somebody and you actually get a sound effect uh, a movement from a reaction yeah it just sort. feels yeah. there's impact to it so it makes you feel like you're more involved in the situation and same thing with when you get hit like in games when your character will like move and stuff when he gets hit or whatever yeah um and so it does seem like uh and it, it was there before but it just seems like they fine-tuned it to a point where it's starting to look more appealing than it was before yeah well like when that guy got hit by the shotgun and he actually like he was running at him and then it flew backwards like that that's could have very easily just programmed shooting the guy and he just falls forward. Yeah. But it's a heavy-ass weapon. Mm-hmm. And so it made him go backwards, even though he had momentum. That feels good. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, because you stopped the dude coming at you, and now you get that visceral feedback of him getting rejected and yeah. fucking thrown away from you. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, it just feels good, gameplay-wise. Yeah. And the blood cloud doesn't have to be there. Obviously, the game's a mature game. Yeah, I, I, I like I, it, though. And I like it, yeah. I'm just I like saying, that feedback as of just knowing as, like, I got the hit. A gun doesn't necessarily need that for it to feel good. That, mm. that reaction of them falling back is the part, I think, that is most important. More important, there. for sure. Yeah. Uh, the I also rest like the is gun bucking when details. they go flying. Yeah, and that's nice, obviously. Yep. So, which we got all checked off because when I was looking at the guns too, it looked like they're like the recoil was there, and when they're getting hit, it seemed like their impacts. People were like getting thrown or knocked down or blown yeah. up, and uh, yeah, it seems like they've really. Just, it just seems more fine tuned, more better, I guess. Um, something I, I feel like I want to see more of, um, even though I don't honestly want to see a shitload on the weapons because I want to play this and go, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't want to be sure. like, oh, that's that gun. Oh, I finally got the gun from the trailer. I don't I don't want that. Exactly. I want to go, oh, fuck, dope. I didn't even know I was in the game. Um, but uh, I've seen, and I don't know if it's in the game still, but I've seen the hand-to-hand, but I've also saw in the demo I watched someone break a bottle and stab someone with it, so I don't know if that's still in the game, but I hope it is. It's really cool to see. Um, seeing the swords. I like to see more melee weapons. Yeah. I want you to be able to play a full-on melee character uh, if you want to and to have options there, not just be the fisticuffs dude or the dude with the sword. Or, or the mantis blades. Or the mantis blades, which we've yeah. seen, you know, blades, blades, blades. Yeah. Animations are all different, but uh, it'd be cool if you could get, like, a fucking bat with something on it or some kind of futuristic cyber fucking... I know the hacking tool can be used as, a like, a laser whip, too, because um, I watched that happen. Dude, give me the hammer from Alita. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like I want, I, I want more melee weapons. Um, I want there to be a, a good selection for people who want to go down that path, or somebody who just wants to have a pistol and a melee weapon with them. Yeah, like someone who wants to run around light. Um, whereas someone with heavy weapons, they got you covered. It seems. Um, although yeah, I mean, we haven't really seen, you know, like uh, flamethrowers, grenade launchers, missile launchers, any kind of crazy plasma weapon. If that's in the game, I don't know if it would be. Yeah. But um, uh, we haven't seen stuff like that. I'm sure they would, you know, keep that. From because you know people want to see those big destructive weapons, uh, they pretty much showed off what to expect. But um, yeah, variety of melee weapons I think is is what I, I uh, would like to see more on. Essentially, yeah, I, mean, I could I could already picture like someone making like a corpo who's more like stealth based, uses melee weapons and uh, maybe like a pistol or something like that, and that, that's it. Because yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. Except for I would like an SMG or something. Well, as soon as I saw the SMG, I was like, oh, there's stuff. Yep. (laughs) 
But uh, yeah, SMG and a sword would be fucking sick. Or a sniper rifle and a sword. Yeah. And just because you know you got that the, the business suit is more of like a sleep. I'm mm-hmm. really talking stereotypical things. Yeah, here, it's a cliche, but, but I love it. Yeah. So, but it's a fun one, exactly. I just mean, like, I want my character to be John Wick, so I just want to go through <laughs> and just pop people like fucking real, real smooth. Boom, boom, sure. boom. No, I, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to seeing the, the full catalog. And uh, but I also want to be fucking big boss from Elder Scrolls Three with the heavy fucking LMG unloading a fucking yelling like Rambo. <laughs> so I mean, like I'm not just like. You know, just this thing. I, I want. I don't oh, know. Yeah. There's so many ways you could play this game. Also, this gun. I said it like three times. I love how weird it looks. Yeah, the eight barrel shotgun. Yeah, it's not yeah. just like, it's like <laughs> I, I love traditional weapons as well, obviously. But fucking, I like these weird weapons. They look sleek, but fucking alien. Mm. But they also look kind of like. Well, that also brings me back to like. To id design, though. I yeah. like. I feel like there's a lot of influence from like their style of, of guns and stuff. Because even, like, how, like, smooth and everything looks, too. Like, it, they, they really kind of give me that vibe. They, they seem original, too, don't get me wrong. Definitely. But I love... Uh, a lot of people play it really safe uh, when they make weapons. Even when they make weird oh, yeah. weapons, they play it pretty safe. People used to be a lot, like, crazier during, like, your, your Nintendo 64 era where everyone's making these weird shooters with these weird guns and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And everyone's kind of falling away from that. I love... The... Well, we're in a post-realism uh, world right now when it comes to gaming. Yeah. There was a time there, specifically around when the first Modern Warfare came out, mm-hmm. where everybody was trying to make the most real, gritty, true-to-life, realistic-looking right, game right. that could just be passable as, like, look how fucking realistic this is. And I dig that shit. I love it. But at the same time, we got away from some of the wackier, crazier uh, contraptions and weapons and, like... South Park shooting a cow on someone's head, fucking weird ass shit. For sure. Um, and like you know, Quake and Doom and and uh, well, like Hexen and, and all stuff sorts like, of yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of shit from back in the day. But then nowadays, it seems like we're starting to get more games that are getting a little more. Um, I mean, Rage Two was okay, but uh, a lot of the weapons were really dope. Yeah, and the game was really fucking. It felt great when it came to the shooting, but it also was like not afraid to be kind of like wacky. Yeah, and I and I miss that, and this is going to have some of that, obviously, uh, ability to do that because it's you know, sci- uh, science fiction. So, there you say siphon filter. No stuttering on my or choking on my words. So. All about that. Um, yes, yeah, so weapons look awesome, and uh, typically, any kind of weapon that helps you aim. I, I guess in I thought it's kind of neat in Titanfall. There's a pistol. It did less damage, but yeah. But um, it could like lock on people, so you could be jumping off walls and shooting people. Still, it's it's a neat idea, and it fits with the the, the time and you know theme or whatever. But um, in a game like this, where it's just like single player, this is my story. I'm not playing like competitively against mm-hmm. people. The immersion of having these fucking crazy smart weapons at your arsenal to do like shooting around corners and shit, it's so fucking cool. Like I, I love it. <laughs> You're just gonna need a beefy pistol now, where you go like this, but like double whammy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, throw the Judge Dread weapon in this. The fucking pistol does everything. That, yeah, that's that's great. Um, every everyone, the shotguns look sick. The yes. fucking sniper rifles look sick. I mean, that they they're talking about penetrating through walls and shit. I love that. So if you have some kind of weapon that can get heat signatures or even see through walls, X ray or like that, which would be crazy. That'd be really cool for stealth builds because mm. you could silently take people out through the wall and just kind of go through. And again, it's a single player game, so it's not competitive. So you could just play this how you want to play it. Yeah. 
And I'm sure they can offer challenges against those tools that you have because in this future, everyone's got tools. Well, say so those guns exist in their hands too. Exactly. They were shooting at one guy. Uh, there was a blip of it, but the guy shot and you saw the bullets home at, at yeah. you. Yeah. So now you're going to have to think differently as well. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I enjoy, and, and it's it's interesting too, because like obviously I talked about earlier in pen and paper, you get to look through like actual catalogs and different corporations offer different types of products. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got that in video game form uh, pretty well, I would say, in the Borderlands series. They did a very good job of having like corporate designs and, and oh, yeah. styles of weapons and stuff. And so like being able to have that, um, like he was saying, he, he had his own favorite corporation. I, I remember feeling that even in Borderlands too. Like those, Borderlands this, did a great job with it, yeah. They did. And, um, so and and no one really. I was gonna make a joke about like Vladoff and Jacobs and shit when they were talking about that. Yeah, well, and that comes from the, mold, the even that wasn't you know necessarily theirs. Like they, these guys were doing it on pen and paper years mm-hmm. years years ago. So, um, yeah, Borderlands. I mean, they don't know a whole lot of other games that have that kind of like amount of character to a brand in for their sure. game. And like when you pick up a Jacobs, you know what the fuck it's gonna do. Yeah, exactly. They have their uh, their their quirks their own yep. personalities and I, I i i see that already because even like when they were talking to him and obviously he's trying to sell the game but he had his own favorite corporation as well he is selling the game um, for weapons so i i i like that as well yeah well yeah because that's a conversation that you don't really get outside of borderlands mm-hmm. which i always kind of love because i talk to people all the time like oh i typically you know run with this kind of weapon or this kind of weapon um Unless I found a shit version of it, but like you know, those are the ones I normally lean towards. And I'll talk to other people like, "Oh yeah, I normally use this and this and this." Um, so it feels like you're gonna be able to have those same kind of conversations playing exactly. this, and in a game like this where so much choice of the player is there, that's just another layer of like your personal experience yeah, that's exactly. gonna be different than everybody else's. Maybe you're like, "I don't typically fuck with those type of weapons because I don't really like the way they shoot. They have a low fire rate typically, or maybe you know." They don't do the damage I like, or I prefer the smart weapons. So, and this company makes those more often. That fucking's crazy looking. <laughs> <laughs> Just blowing someone's fucking head off. Um, we talked about the life paths. We've already talked about what we'd pick. Um, that's a really cool system, though. I'm really. I mean, it's not the first game that started out where it's like, you know, pick pick an origin story. And it's like, oh, I was a poor kid and right, I had right. to grow up and I always wanted to be in the big castle. Or I'm a valiant knight. Blah 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 blah. I live by honor and. Uh, that's pretty much just like when you're playing, you can like check your character and go, that's his backstory. And it might come up like once or twice a For little sure. bit, but that they're making like these full on. At first, I was like, maybe it's just the intro the that'll intro. change. Yeah. And it does seem like that's a big factor of it, but it does also seem like there's going to be more, at least mentioned every once in a while in scenarios, or at least things that trace back to that origin that will be affected in but your gameplay. Yeah, it is, it is part of your character's life. Yeah, so so I really dig that. I think 3 is perfect. Obviously, you could have added more, but that's a big task they were doing anyway, and they're all different enough for me to go, I want that one. Mm-hmm. I want to play that one. I want to play them all, but that's the one I want to start with. When you're still going to be able to choose uh, you know, what kind of person you're going to be anyways, yeah. too. So you can be, you know, that stealth corpo, or you could be that, uh, you know, uh, street. Uh, I can't remember the term. Urchin, street urchin, essentially. Street kid. Um, but like with a heavier focus on hacking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, all those options are you're gonna be able to mix and match however you want. So it's, it's yeah. cool. It's very cool. Um, 
don't have much to say on the music. I'm, I, I've already said it, and I've said it multiple times now. I love that uh, they're going so far in on this immersive factor, that uh, immersion factor that they are bringing in real bands and music producers and stuff to make uh, in-game, in-world music that just makes the world feel more like it's living and breathing. Sure. I fucking love that attention to detail. That's one thing I actually loved about the, again, Rockstar games, uh, Grand Theft Auto. They'll take real world, world songs, which is fun. There's the familiarity. You're like, oh, I love this song. Oh, I hate this song. But they have like these in-between like commercials and segments and like radio talk shows, stuff like that, that I fucking loved. Like on yeah. every, like Grand Theft Auto 3, 4, um, 5, they all have that. And it's like something that not only did they not have to do it, but no one has the balls to do that. Yeah. And they do it in all their fucking games. Like they make these fucking immersive worlds. For sure. And so that they're doing the same route, I'm like... So somebody, somebody's going like, we can do that too. And that's fucking awesome. Because, like, that's just a big task. If you're a smaller dev, you know, with budget, you can't even dream of that shit. It would take forever. And it's taken them forever to do it. Oh, yeah. And it takes Rockstar forever to do it. Because their games come out, like, once every 40 years. But, like, because they're fucking, they're like, okay, we made it. We're going to support this for, like, 20 years and take a break. Um, while we dream up our next game. But, uh. Uh, so yeah, I love that they're that they're just committing to that, and that they have all these songs. I also think it's cool they stream them. I don't want to listen to them out of the game. I want to hear them in game, so I'm not going to go check them out. Yeah. But uh, you know, I've heard that. Unless I end up falling in love with it in the game, then I might be. Yeah, after I play the game, I'll definitely go check them out if I like them. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I do that with games all the time. But that these games so. were made to specifically exist in that world, and I haven't played or been in that world yet. I want to experience them in that world experience them organically as they're intended to be yeah i'm weird this is just i'm sure most people don't give a fuck about this but and then if i do dig those it's cool they're offered you know elsewhere obviously because they're going to be regardless i'm gonna rip them if they didn't but um i also think that's going to change the way you view the song anyways though because if you view this if you listen to the song on its own you like it that way and that happens in the game you're just like oh i know this song versus like when it's part of the scene you go back and listen to it later now that that scene is part of the memory of the song so well that is as like this sounds almost pretentious but fucking like as a dude who's like really into music and i like seek music and listen to a lot of music and shit um i my intro into a lot of songs is different than a lot of people who possibly like watched a movie played a game heard it there and or i've i've played songs around people and they never gave a fuck about it and then they saw it in a movie or watched a tv show i was like i love this song yeah and it's because it like it took that visual audio experience to Mm -hmm build up something in them and so in that sense that is a factor for sure yeah it's like i was listening to fucking when i played death stranding i knew every song in that in that game i've listened to low roar a lot every album i love all their albums and i went through that game and it did exactly what you just said i was like oh i love this song oh i love this song i can't like i didn't get the experience of playing that game without Mm -hmm. having that music going to that game never hearing the songs and hearing them would have been way more fucking intense. For sure. Because if, if you dug it, if you didn't like the music, you'd be like, oh, okay, so more just kind of weird ambient droning fucking blah, 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 like music uh, We and live shit. in the Pacific Northwest, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so going into it blind and hearing those songs and those scenes, you probably would have fucking fell in love with those songs. Yeah. I mean, I love them too, but like, I just went home like, this is crazy, I'm playing a game, and I just like, get to listen to music I like. It's like the whole the whole the it's whole like Grand game. Auto. Yeah, the whole yeah. game's just songs I like. This is great. Like, and they're they're uh, put to these scenes that are amazing. Like, this yeah. is great. This is great. But if you went into that and you're like, like it starts up and you're just playing and then it gets to a really good part, you're like, holy shit! 
this is awesome. Yeah. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't see it coming. So no, that's, uh, same thing with this. I want to play this game and maybe be in the middle of a fucking firefight or driving real fast, and then a song starts playing, and in that moment. You know, I'm not familiar with it, but it just fucking really kind of works with the scene or whatever. Well, and that's, uh, that's like Silent Hill, I mean. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, I fucking love the music of Silent Hill. Um, but that was all in the game. Yeah. And you hear it, and you're like, why is this game, why is this scary game got like the coolest music ever? <laughs> it's just like super fucking cool music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, exactly. And so in this game, I want those experiences where you go in a club and it's playing a song and you're like, what is this? Oh, it's a it's it's a song in game. Well, I, I'm gonna go listen to it elsewhere. Yeah. But like, you're not gonna go in and go, oh yeah, it's Lady Gaga. I know this song. You're right. not gonna have that. So, right. exactly. and I want to go in blind. So, long story short, I want to go in blind. So yeah, I think it's sure. really cool they're doing that shit. I agree, hundred um, yeah. percent. I try to I try to do that a lot, anyways. I mean, um, and and like I kind of said earlier, if if the music is is good enough for me, like after like experiencing it in the game, and then coming back to it outside of the game and I can listen to it, then I, I am the type of person who will eventually buy the music as well because, uh, you know, a large factor of that, though, is, like, how much does it resonate with me after experiencing it versus, like, some songs I like, you know, right off the bat. But I, I do think, it'll, especially in a lot of, like, gaming music and stuff like that, there is a, a definite connection that is there, so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's again, that audio-visual or interactive and audio mm -hmm experience i can't tell you how many times like i've seen some or i've heard a song around people and then they saw it in a movie or played it in a game and then they enjoyed it more yeah. um so there's something about like your i i'm and i know not to speak for you cody i know you're watching this but um me and him are similar in the sense that like if someone's like hey you should listen to the song right now i'm not going to be able to enjoy it as much right now unless i go listen to it like on my own so mm -hmm. i can really kind of take it in on my own pace uh same thing maybe for some people Hey, let's this song. Hey, that's fine. And then they play the game, and they're already immersed, and they're into the game, and then that happens. You're like, oh, shit, this is, like, yeah. this is really hitting. So, yeah, it's really interesting. I like how his legs are bowed inwards. Yeah. It's just from the force of the hit. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that was, uh, if they designed that, if that's just straight up ragdoll, because that'd be crazy. Um, anything else to talk about? I mean, the game looks fucking amazing. Like, I... <laughs> Dude, gotta say that every day until this game comes out. Graphically, so, yeah. graphically on a technical level, it looks great. Yeah. But also the design, like just both, are just so fucking good. Um, gunplay looks awesome. Guns look awesome. We already talked about that. And uh, I mean, yeah, I, I we can just sit here and just repeat over and over how awesome it is. So, is there anything else you want to add to this? I uh, I think it is worth noting that throughout the the trailer there were a lot of different vehicles as well, and I don't think they get talked about very much. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get something on that. We've seen people riding motorcycles, uh, cars, those weird desert vehicles. The, well, yeah, the weird, like, uh, like uh, pickup trucks with, like, you know, obviously modified backs and stuff like that. D that dudes out there, people out there fucking drive trucks. They're like, what the fuck is you guys talking about weird fucking trucks, man? Like, I already drive one of those. It's um, normal for me. Yeah, and I have a feeling vehicles are going to be modifiable as well. So um, I hope so. Uh, the only reason I, I'm kind of weird that they haven't really spoke about it a lot is during their mass hiring for making this game, they spent a lot of time hiring vehicle people. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, one of the caveats in the early leaks were uh, flying vehicles, which they said they're not going to do, but they originally thought about it, yeah. which I understand why they didn't do that. That would have been a whole new thing to make, like, air traffic and fucking where you can go and land and all sorts of shit. Although I still feel like there's room to have, like, an air taxi or something like that. 
Well, I mean, at the top floor of a building, you can just fly over to the top of another building or something. There's from, the air ambulance. Yeah, so. so we'll see about that. But I would like to see more on the vehicles and mm -hmm. just kind of get to know. Just a real quick blip like they did with the, the guns here. Not too much, but just enough to go. This is something you can look forward to in the game. Because this thing looks real basic compared to, and obviously I think this is probably one of the intro sequences of the game. Yeah. Um, But, you know, some of the vehicles we've also seen. Well, so yeah, they showed that, uh, like, I guess, it, like I said, like, pickup-esque vehicle later though it had a bunch of stuff in the in the back of it so i don't want to, i hesitate to call it a pickup but um yeah multiple cars there they've shown off you know some muscle style cars some sports i love cars. that they're also like old school looking because cyberpunk one knows invented was you know in the fucking 80s and shit 70s, so, 80s, yeah. So, yeah um so it still re re like maintains that that aesthetic well that's what i was saying earlier i love that they managed to keep that that style but it it still comes off modern yeah they it, they nailed nailed it nailed the transition because yeah. like it still feels like that cyberpunk mm -hmm. but yeah. they didn't look that good yeah for sure <laughs> like, so well even right here we're seeing like you know this like more like classy vehicle that does look more modern than you know older 80s style but this is a sports car obviously but mm. it also kind of looks 80s-esque to me it old, looks older yeah. Look, yeah it's a little more boxier and then you got this like off-road almost armored looking vehicle which i think yeah. looks pretty modern looks fucking cool so you do have this juxtaposition of different eras that i think they've mixed like perfectly mm-hmm Anyone who's even like slightly skeptical about this game is probably like, man, you guys just have nothing but good things to say. But yeah, pretty much. I they haven't given me a reason not to yeah. yet. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be objective, but they're also just this is this is our genre. This is something we're really into. So I mean, I know you're super into fantasy shit too, but like for me specifically, and I know I know you're obviously just as into it, but like uh, sci-fi shit, but cyberpunk, man, like so it's my in favorite genre of, of sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, so, so fucking into it, and they just fucking nailed it. So it's just, like, hard to not be excited about it. Um, yeah, very cool. I, I just, I love the fucking style. I love this dude's helmet and his gun, and just everything. Everything's so cool. Anything else? I mean, probably. We should probably yeah. wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said that. You brought up something, and we're like, okay, let's talk about that. Like, yeah. that's cool. Well, just because we really haven't had a chance to talk about vehicles, but they have sure. also haven't, like, given us much when it comes to that either so i also want to know more about the we've heard a little bit about it and uh and it sounds great but like i want to know more about um the npc dynamic in the city and how uh people are affected by crime and mm. you know what's its star system like in grand theft auto how much can you get away with what are the penalties obviously there's going to be a, a specific amount where to the point where they just fucking gun you down but like can you spend a night in fucking jail? Can you goddamn get fined? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, how do people start maybe interacting with you specifically based off of like maybe choices you've made or like your past or whatever? Like the, those are things. Yeah. yeah, way better way to put it. Because they already said earlier on the way you like dress and stuff like that uh, is supposed to affect how your reputation is. They said that earlier on, mm -hmm. so I don't know if it's still in the game or not, but um, would be very cool. Uh, just like if you're a corpo, I assume certain people aren't going to want to fucking talk to you. Um, just like if you're a street kid, fucking certain people are probably going to look down on you. Yep. So, and I, I guarantee I'll be in the game. It just kind of makes sense. So, we got to close this up because <laughs> we could just keep fucking talking about this. So, let us know in the comments what you guys think of the City, uh, Night City Wire episode two. Uh, I actually like this better than the first one. Agreed. Uh, if you were going to grade it, would you grade it as a presentation? 
I'm giving it an A minus. Yeah, that's why I'm, where my brain went for at first, so A minus. I yeah. was kind of like, there was some slow parts, but yeah, A minus is fine. Yeah. Just because it did, I said it before we watched it, I want to see guns. Yeah. I saw guns. I'm happy. Um, so yeah, A minus. Presentation, I thought was really good. The talking bits, every time they do these presentations, they're pretty good about having a little bit of character, being like fun and friendly, but also getting straight back into the shit yeah, we want to sure. see. Um, but let us know in the comments, uh, what did you think of the presentation? What did you think of, uh, I mean, what grade would you give it if you want to grade it? Um, what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Is there something that's missing here that you'd like to see more on? Uh, what's something you'd like to see in a later uh, Night City Wire? Um, you know, you want to see more on vehicles, uh, player dynamics and interactions in the city, features we might not know about. Um, and uh, yeah, what life path? Are you going to pick first? Obviously, I feel like you're going to want to play all three of them. And uh, what guns looked best to you? Uh, what kind of uh, builds are you, are you thinking about doing? Do you want to do like uh, pistols, melee weapons? You want to be like a sniper, a little bit of mix of everything? Um, and uh, yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this uh, fucking TLG Reacts. That's, that's what we're doing. As always, uh, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. Um, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, we have a Patreon for people who want to really support the channel. Uh, it's appreciated. Thank you. And to our patrons, uh, thank you very much uh, for your um, support. And uh, everybody support for just interacting, watching the show in general. Um, quick reminder, this month's stupid. So uh, we're busy, very busy this month. It's a temporary thing. So uh, you guys have been great about not going, where the fuck's Tasty Tuesday? <laughs> Haven't heard it once. So it's, it's working out just fine. It will return back to normal once we are uh, situated. Um, but we will obviously be nailing all the, you know, anything big that comes out this month. I will definitely be making a priority to... Uh, do what we're doing right now. So, uh, yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. Until next episode, uh, which will be something, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.